Welcome to the Lion's Tribe. I am Pastor Jimmy Udukoya. I pray this episode blesses you and it reminds you to become the lion that God has called you to be. Be blessed. Psalm 23. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. Isn't it interesting? We've been on this for weeks. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why? Because he maketh me to lie down in what? Green pastures. And we've talked extensively about those first three lines. Let's go to the next one. He leads me beside the still waters. I began to look at the word still. When he says he leads me beside the still waters, I looked at the word still. And in Hebrew, the Hebrew word is menokah and it means restful place or to rest in quietness. He brings me, he leads me to a restful place place. Somebody say a restful place. He leads me, he he making me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters to a restful place. And then I began to think to myself, he can lead me to a restful place, but I must enter into this rest. The saying, you can take a horse to the river, but you can't force it to He leads me to a restful place. So I began to ask the question, how do I enter into this rest? Let's go to Hebrew 4. Amplified version. We're going to talk about rest. Hebrew 4. It says this. Therefore, of entering his rest still remains. And is freely offered today. Somebody say today. Let us fear. In case any one of you seem to come short of reaching it. Or think he has come too late. In other words, let us be intentional. Let us understand That there is a promise of entering rest, but we must be intentional. We should take caution in case any of us seem to come short. In case we take it for granted and we fall short of reaching it or we think that we have come too late. Look at verse 2. For indeed, we have had the good news of salvation preached to us. Just as the Israelites also, when the good news of the promised land came to them, but the message they heard did not, somebody say did not, benefit them. Because it was not united with faith in by those who heard. So it is possible to hear a message and it not benefit you. 
you can hear a message the same way they heard the message but it was of no benefit or no use to them because why? They were not united with faith in God. Hmm. Look at verse 3. For we who believe, that is, we who personally trust and confidently rely on God. Enter that rest. So we have his inner peace now. Why? Because we are we are what? We are confident in what? Our salvation. And assured of what? Listen. For we who believe who personally trust. The only way we will experience this rest is when we confidently, somebody say rely. When you rely on God, then you have inner peace. I still have joy in chaos. I have peace. And I won't be going. I'm not held by my Cause I put my faith in Jesus. He'll never let me down. Faithful through generations. Listen, 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 listen. When I rely on Jesus, when I fully rely on Jesus, I am assured with confidence of his power and his ability to save. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, Jesus has conquered. Come on. You have inner peace because you are confident in your salvation and assured of his power just as he said. Somebody say rely. Somebody say rely. Pastor hmm. Bissoy, can you come? Come real quick. Let me show you something. There's something that we call a trust exercise. I want to show you something. Now, in acting, there's something that we call the trust exercise because what that means is 
when two actors are in a scene, I must trust you completely. And you must trust me. You must rely on each other to deliver the scene. Right? Because I have my lines. You have your lines. But we must come together. So I must relinquish myself and trust you wholeheartedly that whatever cues I give you, whatever nuances that I give you, both scripted and unscripted, I trust you that you can receive and deliver and pass it back. And together we create something beautiful. It's called the trust exercise. So this is how we do the trust exercise. Stand. Fall back. Now, notice her first reaction. It's hesitation. And this is what happens when we are dealing with God. He says, if you are confident and you are assured, then you will rely on the salvation that I promise and the power that I possess. Because if you have no hesitation, then you have inner peace. Four. It takes a level of trust to fall when you do not know where you are landing. When you cannot see what is behind you. She went from hesitation to trusting that the one that was beside, behind her had the capacity and the ability. It became an assurance that gave her inner peace to allow her to release herself and to fall because the one behind her has the power to catch her. Thank you. So when he says, enter into rest, the one who is guaranteeing you rest must have the ability and the capacity in spite of your circumstance and your situation to deliver the rest that he promises. Because if he has said it, will he not do it? Isn't it interesting that human beings trust more in man than in God? So, I don't know if that's true. I'll prove it to you. How is it that we trust fallible, imperfect, unstable. The Bible says no one knows the heart of man. No one. No one. The heart of man, they say, is evil. And not just wicked. Desperately wicked. But we rather trust that than a good God. Than a faithful God. And a consistent God. I'll prove it to you. When you get into a plane, 
Do you ask the pilot for his credentials? When you get into a car, do you ask the driver for his license? When you enter into a restaurant to eat, do you ask the chef for the ingredients? But somehow, you get into a plane, you trust a stranger that you have never met, that you might not even see. You literally and figuratively put your life in the hands of a stranger. You don't know where his father is from. You don't know where his mother is from. You don't know if he has his license or if he finished flight school. But you trust the company that they will not put an unlicensed pilot to captain that plane. But yet we doubt the God of the universe. He says, how do you do this? When you trust, he says, when you believe and personally trust and confidently rely on God, you enter into rest. So we have what? Inner peace. Now, because why? We are confident in our salvation and assured he has never lost a battle. His right hand is not short. He is mighty to save. Just as he said, continue on, look at this, he says this. As I swore an oath in my wrath, that they shall not enter into my rest. This he said, listen to this. Although his works were completed from the foundations of the world. Look at the next line. Waiting for all those who would believe? A bit of context. He was talking about the children of Israel. When they grumbled. And they said, isn't it better if you have left us? And he said, you know what? Your words have ensnared you. And so by anybody over 20 will not see the promised land. And they all died. That's what they're talking about. You see that in Hebrews 3. But he said, the funny thing about it is, this rest that he speaks of was already completed before the foundations of the earth. And he was waiting for those who would believe. Wait. This rest has already been provided. This rest is already completed. It is, it's almost like this. I'll give you a good analogy. God, before the foundations of the world, took rest, packaged it right? Put it with your name on it. Your rest, your peace, your joy. He said it was settled before the foundations of the earth. He packaged it, addressed your name, and left it for you to pick up. Because he says, he already finished it, and he's waiting for those. Waiting for those who receive what he has already done. Stop praying for peace. Because peace has already been provided. 
Stop praying for joy. Joy has already been provided. He says, before the foundations of the earth, you have been blessed with all spiritual, pertaining to life. 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 Everything that you need has already been prepackaged with your name on it. And all God is doing is simply waiting for you to believe because the way you access it is through faith. When you believe, you receive what he has already done. Are you with me? For somewhere in scripture, verse 4, he has said this about the seventh day. Look at what he said on the seventh day. And God rested. Somebody say rested. He rested on the seventh day from all his In other words, just a thought. If he rested from all his works and he knows the end from the beginning and he is the beginning and the end, that means he's at the beginning of your life. He's already at the end of your life. But he's rested from all his works. So every work that pertains to you Everything that pertains to you has already been done. So let's stop wasting our prayers. Listen. You don't pray to receive what you already have. Stop praying. A lot of us pray faithless prayers. Because if I told you that I had 10,000 for you that was already in your name, and you kept asking me for the 10,000. Is either there is something wrong with you or you do not believe? It's one or the other. Bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. You don't even realize that the more you ask God to bless, He's showing God that you do not trust Him. Oh, I'm breaking some tables today. Because He has already rested from all His works. It is not you praying today that God will not go and manufacture what you need. Before you were a thought, before your father met your mother, he said, I knew you. I called you. I chose you for my purpose. And before you were born, everything concerning you, I put it in a box. Oh, he will need this when he's 12. He needs this kind of personality. He will struggle at this point when he was 15. He might lose his parents at 17. Okay. But I will give him grace. Hmm. At 30, he might lose a child. That's okay. Peace that passes all understanding. At 50, he might fight his biggest battle yet. But my strength is made perfect in his weakness. At 75, when he thinks it's the end of his life, then his, his strength, his youth will be renewed like that of the eagle, where he shall say, like Caleb, give me this mountain. 
and he'll put it in a box. Signed, God. Sealed, waiting for you to believe so it can be delivered unto you. Stop praying for rest. Stop praying for peace. Believe so that you can receive, so you can walk in what he has already done. Just a thought. On the seventh day, he rested from all his works. And again in this, they shall not enter my rest. Therefore, since the promise remains for some to enter his rest, and those who formerly had the good news preached to them failed to grasp it and did not enter. Why? Because of their... Because of their... Unbelief evidenced by some of you, you don't realize that the more you delay on doing what God has asked you to do, it is unbelief and it's leading you into disobedience. Because you keep looking at the balance sheet and your account and you say that it's not possible. And the more you delay, it is unbelief leading into disobedience. Some of you have not gone where he has asked you to go because you say it is not possible, but you do not know that it is unbelief leading to disobedience. You know, sometimes I feel like when we get to heaven, God will be like, come, let me show you everything I had stored up for you. I remember the story. I'll end it here. Kevin Hart told the story of um, when he was about to make it as a comedian, or he was trying to make it as a comedian. And he had packed out of his mom's house, and he was struggling. And he said, Mom, I'm about to go. I'm going to make it in life. And for those who don't know, Kevin Hart is one of the most successful comedians of our generation, doing very well for himself. But it wasn't always like that. And he said, I'm going to make it. And his mom said, okay, son. And she gave him a Bible. And he thought, okay. So he went out and he was trying to make it as a comedian. It's not easy to make it as a comedian. That's why when you see people like Carole that's using comedy, not only to make it, but to do spiritual things. You know that God is there. He was trying. And he could not make his rent. There were times when he was hungry. There were times when he was about to get kicked out. And he would call his mother. And his mother would say, son, have you read your Bible? And he would get upset and say, mom, I'm telling you that I'm hungry. You're asking me to read the Bible. He would get off the phone. Another time, he's about to get kicked out the house. He calls his mom, Mom, I'm trying. I need you. And she says, Son, have you read your Bible? And he's getting more and more upset. Like, this woman is wicked. After all, the Bible says, Man shall not live by bread alone. I mean, he didn't say that. I'm thinking. I'm like, what was this? Like, 
I mean, you know, yes, we'll just buy bread alone, but sometimes bread is good. I need bread right now. Not the word. Another time he calls his mother, he says, son, have you read your Bible? He got upset and he threw the phone. And he was angry. And then when the anger left, and he was still hungry, took the Bible out of anger. Let me just so I can call and say, I read it, now give me money. And he opens the Bible for the first time. And as he opens the Bible, checks begin to fall out. Checks for his rent. Checks for food. Checks for transportation. Before he even went on the journey, his mother knew what would come. And put everything in the pages of his Bible. And because he never opened his Bible, he was struggling in places and dealing with things he had no business dealing with. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The Word was God. The Word was God. Pastor, I'm dealing with situations in my life. Have you read your Bible? Pastor, I'm struggling and I'm doing my best. Stop trying. Have you read your... Because before you even started the journey, the one who knows your tomorrow has made provision. He will never send you where his grace cannot keep you. I'll say that again. He will never send you where his grace cannot sustain you. Elijah, go to the brook because I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Have you read your Bible? If you draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you shall ask. Ah, somebody's getting it now. You shall ask anything 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 and because you are abiding in me and I am abiding in you you ask anything and it will be in accordance to his will and when you do watch and see if everything will not be provided and given on Look at your neighbor, say, enter into rest. Look at your other neighbor, say, enter into rest. Hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. 
We thank you that we will access everything you have already provided. The peace, the joy, the provision, the direction, the instruction. Everything that you have already rested, all your works, you have already done it. And so by faith, we access it. We will no longer pray for what you have already provided. We will no longer labor for what you have already provided. Because on the seventh day, you rested from all your works. Everything pertaining to life and godliness, you have already provided. You have blessed us before the foundations of the earth. When the earth was null and void and darkness was all over the deep. And the spirit of God, before you said, let there be, it was already done. And so in accordance, in alignment with what you have already provided, we believe this word will benefit us. We receive, we rest on you, we rely with assurity of the power of your salvation and your capacity and ability to do Everything you say you will do. In our lifetime, we will see. And we say that it is so. In Jesus' name. If you believe it, say amen. If you receive it, shout amen. If you know God has done it, give God a shout of hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that you were blessed. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to subscribe. And if you know a fellow lion that needs to join the tribe, please be sure. Send them this link. Share this episode. God bless you.